It's just, it's not the way. It's not cute. It's not cute. Oh, Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. In that order of importance. Yeah. <laughs> that, that clocks. Although if you're Catholic, one might argue Mary, Jesus, and Joseph. Oh, God. <laughs> I still don't get that. Because they're like, you could pray to Mary and... Jesus always listens to Mary. If you pray to Jesus, he may not listen to you. He always prays to Mary. He always listens to Mary. So you get through to Mary. You get through to him. Maybe she'll speak on your behalf. Yeah. Maybe she'll give you the cosign. Yep. That's fully what it is. That's wild. That's manipulative. It's hilarious. I mean, the Catholics are manipulative people. So. I mean, it tracks. Why do you think you have so many, like, ex-Catholics? Like, sure, you have ex-Christians. But it's barely ever ex Christians. It's usually ex Mormons or ex Catholics. Okay. Should we? Should we? Should we? Should we jump back in? Yeah. It's seven twenty-five, and if this is gonna take another hour, I like wants. Oh yeah. Plus, I have to drop you back. If you don't mind. Otherwise, I could. No, I no, could no. take the train or an Uber. No, no, no. I'll drop you back. It's just I had to remember to factor that in mentally. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that means I can pick up food. This is true. Way back. Oh, you want to be going to bed so late. Or you could order the food now or later. Oh, no, I figure if I just like, oh, I'll order it as I drop you. And um, pick, pick it, it up, up on, on the way, way back. back. Um. Okay. All right. Well. So, what's up, Esther? Mm, I'm big. I'm just, I'm healthy. Healthy and wise. Oh, my gosh. Blessed and highly favored. Mm. Saved. And sanctified. You know, we don't have to start this like like this is a sermon, okay? Thank it's you. just me. I mean, yeah, there's people listening, but this is I, a church of one. Look, where two or more are gathered. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, complete the sentence. What happens God where? God is in the midst of them, I know. Amen. This feels like Sunday school. <laughs> I can't help it. I'm just, I'm... I'm feeling, I'm feeling elegant. Mm-mm. So then tell, tell me, okay, you're feeling elegant. Okay, tell me what's up then. I feel elegant. My mm. lifestyle, my life doesn't feel as elegant. Mm. It's expensive. Come on now. It's, it's quite pricey to be an adult that funds their own lifestyle. Yeah, and to have expensive tastes. Um, you have to pay for everything. Yeah, that's not something I initially thought I about, you know, like. <laughs> There's more things that I'm realizing I have to pay for. I keep dawning on the fact that I have to pay for everything mm-hmm. that I want to do. Mm-hmm. If I want a car, even, oh gosh, yeah. Uh, even with this car thing, there are more. I was, I was shocked. I shouldn't have been shocked, but I was shocked when I saw. Oh my gosh, I have to pay for insurance again. Yep. This year, so that I, they keep me protected in the instance mm-hmm. where i get into an accident which i did yeah i mean i'm going i'm going to be in a place where i can't use my car regularly so i'm not going to take it with me when i move and i'm just going to still be paying insurance on a car that's not that's just sitting in my garage it's not that's expensive that yeah. is expensive that is the most expensive empty uber <laughs> that exists it's not even like i could give it to like i don't know one of my siblings to drive you know like it's just gonna sit there Collecting dust. I mean, that's that's the price you pay for freedom. Mm-mm. Is that freedom? Is is that is that cost freedom? That's the that's the other thing. Is it like at this age, it's like yeah, we're paying 
we're paying to do things ourselves. We're paying and enjoying that freedom, but then it's still a burden. It's like, am I really free when I'm constantly stressing about my credit card bill, my rent, my expenses, like going out and stuff like that? Like, is it really freedom if you don't feel free? I mean, would you rather the alternative? What, be poor and have somebody else pay for it? Well, just be a kept woman. We're, we're, people are entertaining this lifestyle now again. We've done the whole bra burning phase of we don't need men. We're tired of them. They're the ghetto. I mean, ah. I mean they, they are, but women are the ghetto as well. So women like, are the ghetto. You know. we're, that's not a topic for today. <laughs> because that's a full hour in and of itself. Yeah. But I'm just, I'm going to stay focused. But yeah, would you be would you be a kept woman? See, that's the thing is that's that, like, the alternative. Yeah, you can I know, pay right? For all of this, or you, you could, but you know, you're gonna have to make some concessions, right? But that's the thing is like, I grew up in a family where both my parents worked, and both of them still work. Same. And seeing that dynamic, I think it makes me appreciate both sides of it, right? Because mm-hmm. there's definitely moments where I wished that one of my parents was home all the time. You know, like there was a the, there's a a period of time when when my mom was in between like the two like corporate jobs that she was in and she was like just at home it was so nice to just like chill with my mom and i really appreciated that but then at the same time like i see how hard they work and the amount of effort they put in to be able to like give us the things that we need and want and provide for us in that way and you know sometimes i'm like maybe i should just marry rich you know like i'm pretty right <laughs> like do i need to work do i need to work but then at the same time it's like i would not i personally would not be able to live with myself if i were living off of somebody else's finances like that stresses me out because then there's like a feeling of like owing them something in return even though it's not asked of oh no you 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 still owe them something something, you know like huge concessions elsewhere yeah that's the thing that people don't talk about it's that okay yeah you're not bringing in a physical income but everything else regarding home life actually does need right. to be covered yeah it's like someone has to watch over the kids somebody got to make dinner like put dinner on the table somebody has to organize like if there's your like repairs that are needed in the house you need to take care of that someone has to watch over the grandparents it's or if you're in nigeria you have to organize having a driver you know maybe having a nanny if and possible they and they cook you have to manage them it's not just about you and yeah, now there are these people who have their their whole income is tied to how well you're able to manage mm-hmm. home. That lifestyle is for some women. Yeah, I think I'm I'm too manic to to truly be happy with that lifestyle. I love I love that I get to have a career and change mm-hmm. what I do. Have that individual side of myself right. where I'm not someone's. I'm not someone's Bitch. wife or... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wife or mother was the term that I was going to use. I know, but but the, I think in my head, I'm still thinking of it. It's not necessarily the woman. Like, it could be the man, too. <laughs> like, be. we know a lot of people who, like, their dad either doesn't work or doesn't have to go into the office mm-hmm. or chooses not to work so they can stay home and watch kids because moms are working, yeah. you know? And, like, I think we need to also just change our, our mentality around, you know... A kept woman you know because there are men there are definitely there are lots of men out there yeah but you know what i mean like it's like there are lots of men out there who are like i don't know they're living off of somebody else's check and you know what i i i kind of respect it that i like it a little bit that it's being reflected in rap music oh yeah i i'm i'm some i love music i love hearing people 
just express themselves musically. But I, I've always had a soft spot for like rap, hip hop, and R and B because there's just it's just so messy. Mm-hmm. That's the best part. <laughs> and it's fun seeing this resurgence of going from being a kept woman to wanting to liberate ourselves and now coming back to being like mm, i'm tired actually this is trash I know. there's some women who tried the whole being a kept woman thing and they found actually i like this lifestyle more i know that's that's i think i think it's more of like now that we have the option like in some cases we have the option too where it's like mm-hmm. if you're if you're with somebody if you have a partner and they also work and you're a woman we're not, it's not like, I mean, I guess it depends on what kind of Nigerian family you grew up in. Like if you grew up in the North or if your parents are like very traditional, like mine are, mm-hmm. you know, there's now more days, more of an option to work yeah. as a woman. As a man, Nigerian man, you're still expected to work because you're still expected to pay for everything. So like, we can't, we can't speak on that. But it. there is, it's an option now. And I think for some women, when they get the taste of it, especially after they've had kids, you know, and they've mm-hmm. had to take time off. Sometimes it's the kind of thing where they can't go back, not just because they enjoy how it feels, but it's hard, you know, it's hard to be, it's hard to have kids and then get back to the workforce after taking so much time to like prepare your family, you know, it's okay. I didn't spill. I don't know. That's what I'm worried about the audio. Sorry. I know. That's okay. Go through that one more time. But yeah, it's like, you know, like it's hard as a, if you're a working mom or you're a working woman who ends up having kids and taking maternity leave, it's hard to get back into that same type of work. And I think that it's different now post pandemic because, you know, working from home is a lot more acceptable nowadays, Mm -hmm. but you know, it makes me worry sometimes like that some women feel like they don't have the choice to go back to work because they've gotten a taste of what it's like to not have to work and to be able to spend time and dedicate to their families and then the burden remains on them to keep doing that because their husbands are still out working yeah and that's not everybody's case like i can't speak for everybody but like in some cases that happens but i mean i love seeing that there are some women who genuinely enjoy it although i'm mm-hmm. i'm pretty sure that that's not necessarily the lifestyle i would want to lead i love that i love seeing it especially especially because it's again it's so messy why why would such such I know. With like such vibrato. Like, if I... Sure. If I grew up to be a rich woman and I happen to date or marry a rich man, why can't I just, like, you know, chill? <laughs> like, also, if my husband wants to chill and I'm still working, you can chill, too. As long as we're not both chilling at the same time. Yeah. Actually, depends on how much we make. That's a, that's a conversation for a whole other day. But, you know. Man, I mean, oh, there is... I, I don't know if I should... I'm going to promote her. I think this song is fabulous. People will disagree. Oh no. But fuck them. That's this not very song, nice of you, Esther. This song is called WTF by Ken the Man. I'm not gonna play that because well, <laughs> copyright laws. <laughs> because we'd copyright have to laws. talk over it. We'd have to talk over it for but I think that it still it still merits a nice little lyrical breakdown. Because mm-hmm. I think everything in this course is absolute genius. Um oh my. so she starts off with I don't pay my bills, which wow. A statement. Oh my gosh. I don't pay my bills. Excuse you. <laughs> my girl, you get out of here, you stink of poverty. Oh my god. <laughs> Not the Nolly Babes quote. <laughs> I don't pay my bills. I don't 
know who you think I am, but do I look like a lady who gets tanned unintentionally? Do I look like someone who has manual labor? Do these nails look like I do actual tasks? Oh my God. I don't pay my bills. <laughs> she follows it up with, what the fuck's Elise? What the fuck is Elise? I'm sorry. Huh? Oh, that's how you paid for this bill. Girl, are you saying this like you don't understand? <laughs> In embodying this spirit, I I truly resonate because, wow, if someone's paying for my bills, what is Elise? And your Elise, yeah, I guess, yeah. That, What's at that Elise? Point, at that point, you're not paying your rent either. Why, so. why am I paying my rent? Isn't that what you're here for? I thought you god. said that you love me. Oh my god. I don't pay my bills. What the fuck's Elise? It doesn't end there. Oh obviously. No. What does she say next? Boy, we ain't in Paris. What the fuck's a we? We? Oh we my are not gosh. For oh this my lease. gosh. We don't pay bills. You, we, you pay bills, right? Is that where this is going? You pay bills. Oh Christ. We go out to dinner. We go to Tulum. I don't pay for Tulum. I just attend. I'm sorry. I'm the talent. I'm paid to show up here. Oh my gosh, I wish. <laughs> but then at the same time, wouldn't you get stressed out? Like, I feel like as somebody who is... I mean, yeah, that there's the energy, but like as somebody who's grown up in that kind of Nigerian family where you, both your never. parents work... I could never. And, I could never And be just so seeing what you do for work now and how driven you are, I don't know if you'd if ever be able to sit... I feel like I would get restless. How do you say, how do you tell somebody, what the fuck's a we? What the fuck's a we? Oh my gosh. No, but seriously, like I get restless. If somebody was doing, like if, if all I did all day was walk around some house and enjoy my family's wealth, whether it's my partner or myself that I accumulated at that point, I'd still be restless. But that, and that's the thing is it, it depends on who you are. Yeah. I wish I had that energy. I, I really wish I, I had that energy. I, that's not me. Oh my gosh. I, like, a part of me yearns for these, for this lady's energy. I wish I could be so bold. I wish that I was able to really tap into that feminine side where it's like, look, I'm here looking good, smelling nice. I smell rich. You know mm -hmm. how rich people rich people always smell nice. Always. Girl. You know what I'm talking about. I do. They just be in their house smelling nice. This is yeah. When you're poor, it's like, look, this jojoba oil is just gonna have to oh my do God. what it does. It's gonna have to do what it does. I'm not smelling today because I need to smell good mm. when I go out. Come on. But when you're wealthy, you I smell know. nice all the time. Oh my gosh complete side side note do you know what i what my my um association with rich hot man is what this isn't sponsored obviously because they wouldn't sponsor us but tom ford's ood wood look tom. oh my god i could fuck that scent hey, tom. I, I will fuck that scent hey tom i would fuck that scent mr ford <laughs> don't listen to d you are welcome in fact invited to have your product sponsored on this podcast. Oh my god. I mean, if you want to, please. I mean, it, that shit's expensive. That Look, shit is very expensive. And I'm I would like happy. I would like to douse my boyfriend in it. I want him to roll around in it and then that would make me very happy, but it is expensive. Tom, you're welcome on this podcast. <laughs> know that. I know. It, is it too formal to call you Tom? But I feel like we're friends already. I oh feel my like god. We built this bond. <laughs> oh my god. I feel like 
there's, there's this is energy. not how you get brand deals okay this is not how we get brand it's deals. not no you don't you don't sweet talk the people you don't not, say how nice not it is. on air jeez you gotta slip them like an ankle or something <laughs> show a titty <laughs> That's not how we're getting. That's not how we're getting sponsorships. Tom, don't get it twisted. I'm a lady. <laughs> you will approach me with respect. Now, you need a little bit of sweet talking. You need me to just tell you that Yeah, that's why I started off with an ankle. You know, you show some ankle. <laughs> you don't want to show some ankle for brand deal? Show some ankle for brand deal. If it was just, a, I don't know how I'd feel. If it really, if you were really going to give me a brand deal just because I showed some ankle, I'm a little concerned. Okay, I'm, yeah, you have a point. <laughs> I'm, I still might do it but, right now. Yeah, but. Maybe when I'm 30, I would say no. But right now, Damn. in my early 20s, mm. that doesn't seem like a bad deal. No, it doesn't. Especially because what's integrity? What the fuck's Elise? You are I'm a child not- of God. <laughs> <laughs> you are a beacon of <laughs> You are the salt of the world and light of the world. What do you mean? What is integrity? I'm a... God. Your mother would be so disappointed. God. God. She said, what is integrity? God, you know I'm playing. God, you know I'm playing. Dude, I know you know I'm playing he... because you gave me the sense of humor. Oh, God. And for that, I say thank you, Jesus. That is such a chaotic mess. <laughs> <laughs> I know you know I'm playing God. You know that the, this this doesn't hold this doesn't hold water, not Amen. even a little bit. Mm-hmm. We just we have to do it for the pod. Yeah, we have jokes. You know, we have jokes. We have jokes. I'm not saying that we're funny, but I I yuck. I think you're pretty every funny. Every so fun, every so really often. Funny. This is this is hypergamy at its finest, and it's it's sad because I'm not living that life. But I don't think you should be bawling. In your 20s. I feel like it's not healthy. I think, I think, I think it depends. I think bawling should be seen as a, like a, what's the word? Um, relative. Sliding as scale. As a relative, yes, it's definitely a sliding scale. Because like, if you are in your 20s and you're a teacher, for example, okay. you know, Making that thirty-five to forty-five k a year. Come on. Balling to you could be going out to dinner, like dinner dates, a couple times a month. That's still balling okay. within your budget. What show is that where they said balling with a Ball, budget? Balling in a budget. budget. You know what I'm talking about, I right? Know, I feel like it's just a phrase. I oh, think so. Gosh, balling on a budget. There was definitely like a TV show where that was like a thing, like somebody was talking about. But, but this is not what we're addressing. I know you're we're talking, talking about, about like we're you're talking, talking about, about like like thing. TikTok influencers and like fucking mansions rolling around with Rolls Royces. I'm talking about Downton and... Abbey, the Dowager Countess. Okay, why what Downton is... Abbey? Because literally everything about that family especially in the first two seasons you see the amount of wealth they have and then they're approached with someone who is like quote-unquote new money or the upper middle class someone who is like made some money for themselves but not nearly right within the same margin as this family who's had their wealth inherited and passed down mm-hmm. and then you see these two classes colliding right with the old and the new and the dowager countess very much representing the old and Oh, I can't remember the other person's name because that's how less of an iconic character they are. But the other dude and his mom, when they clash, you see him talking about, oh, well, I can take care of Downton, which is the name of the estate, Mm -hmm. uh, on the weekends because I'm a lawyer and I work. And you see the grandma really just look at them and say, what's 
a weekend. Right, because she doesn't work. She doesn't work. And Downton's a full-time job to her. Mm -hmm. Or not Downton, wherever she lives. Right. And I just, I don't know. That's true. But I think, like, when we think about balling, we're thinking about people going to the club and getting, like, table, like bottle service and, like, you, you know. You can't afford that table. Some of no. you can. Well, actually, no. I you say that, but that. a lot of people can. Some of can. y'all's parents can. Okay, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's, especially you as, can't. Especially the Nigerians in this country. There's a lot of people here who are, like, running around with their daddy's money and spending it on women and men i guess and, and people you know like they're just they're spending their money in particularly extravagant ways just for attention as opposed to because it's needed you know like getting penthouse apartments that they clearly can't afford and like, Obama, who bought that house can you just oh my god why Obama? why does it have to be yoruba you know why can you stop insulting us please I Very can't good. wait. I really can't well wait for done. you to be an auntie Esther because my kids well about to get their asses whooped by you. <laughs> Look, it's it's rude. It's offensive yeah. even the way that some of these people be blowing. And that's the thing is that especially in like our our Nigeria of today, like there's a lot of corruption still and every and like within the Nigerians in the diaspora most of us know each other. Most of us, our parents know each other, especially if our families are still in Niger. But like, how can you go around spending money like that when everyone knows who you are? Everyone knows what your parents do. And we all know they don't make that money like that. You know, like we, there's, there's definitely kids of politicians running around spending stolen money and we all see it and we all let it go. If I'm driving around in a Ferrari and I've never had to work to understand the actual value of what a Ferrari is and how much of a luxury item it is. Why do I care if that money is stolen or not? Truly. It's, but I guess it's not even about caring whether the money is stolen or not. Aren't you, don't you care that other people know? Because at that point, you're doing this for attention. You're doing this for the clout. You're doing this for the views. Aren't you concerned that other people know at the end of the day, and they see you the way that we see you at the end of the day money is better than everything it is the biggest level of privilege that one can have that's nasty because at the end of the day if you told someone if they had the chance to be a poor white person or a wealthy black person we know which one they pick financial privilege is the biggest privilege yeah to be able to, so it's not even a matter of, oh, would I spend, how can you spend this money when you see that we know that you, your father has stolen money and you know that you, there's no way that he makes this much. Doesn't matter. I'm still driving my Ferrari. Oh my vroom, God. Vroom. Oh my God. I'm sorry. Not vroom vroom. Are you driving a Ferrari? Ah! Not say nothing. vroom vroom. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't hear you. The engine's too loud over my Ferrari. Don't know what to tell you. She said vroom vroom. <laughs> Look. But yeah, like I said, it's all about perception, right? And like this whole thing about bawling or not bawling, it has to do with how people see you and not necessarily your level of comfort because you could be comfortable living off of three grand a month. You could be com really comfortable living off of 30 grand a month, right? Like it's about the perception at that point. Yeah, but I, I would argue that it's never good as someone in your 20-year-olds, or as I'm dubbing it, growing up again. 
we're basically mm. growing up all over again but now mm-hmm. in the quote-unquote real world i don't think it's ever good to be bawling out during that period right because there should be so many like there's a foundation mm-hmm. that's it a foundation should be laid out that's this is the time for investing in yourself and building and honestly humbling yourself especially in the age of yeah. the influencer or social media star right it's so it's so much more likely that you're seeing people make crazy money right. in short periods of time and it's discouraging yeah yeah i mean look at look at the tiktok influencers not to bring them up, but they're literally everywhere and they're, they're younger than us and it's disgusting. <laughs> like They're literally millionaires and this app is not even more than two years old. Like they never had an ugly phase. They never had the braces and zits. They all went from being elementary school kids to wearing extensions and Kylie lip kits and fucking in the bleachers or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, it, oh, like yeah. they grew up so fast. Oh my gosh. And am I mad? If it sounds, listener, like I'm mad that this is not my lifestyle. I'm mad. I'm mad. We're I'm mad. mad. I'm salty. Yep, I'm not sad. afraid to go on air and say that I'm butthurt that this isn't me. Do I yeah. wish it was me? Yes, I do. I do. So do I. I prayed to Jesus for wealth. He swatted that prayer to yeah. the right. To the, Sorry, to the left, to the left. Oh, God. There I was go. like, what direction are you going yeah, in right now? He swatted that prayer to the left, to the left. Like a gnat. Like a dog. Like a gnat. With a newspaper oh after my being gosh. on the carpet. Oh my gosh. Like a protester at the peak of BLM. Swatted. Stop it. Is it too soon? Yes. No. Yes. Feel it. Oh my gosh. But like, that's the thing is like, I think when I see kids like that, wow, I'm saying kids like I'm so auntie. I'm like, probably like, what, four, three, four years older than these people. They're like my siblings' age. It's like your juniors. Let's yeah, my ju- my younger ones. My, my younger ones. Yes, I see them, and I'm like, I worry that like they've peaked early. <laughs> you know, sad? like isn't that you? Like everyone knows that one kid that they went to high school with, and you look at them, and they talk about high school like it was the best time in their lives, and they really remember and tra- cherish all the years of high school, and they cry at the reunions, and like they're this like they were popular in high school, but they never really left that mentality, and the best years of their life was high school. Aren't these people concerned that like this is their hype, this is their peak, and that from then on it's just a downward spiral? Like I look at like I look at somebody like like um, Charlie D'Amelio. She's not as popular now as she was last year mm. when TikTok started going crazy. Oh yeah, she's what nineteen, probably something like. And she's in that age, right? She's, she's I don't think she, I don't think she's up to twenty late yet. Teens, early twenties, yeah. What she do now? You know what I mean? Like Probably's all she TikTok. did, she's definitely still on TikTok. But my point is, once TikTok inevitably dies, as every single like social media <laughs> platform does, vine. when it becomes no, not even when it becomes <laughs> Vine, when it becomes Facebook. Yikes! Because Facebook is dead, and we all knew that. Once TikTok crawls back under the couch that it came out of, what the fuck is she going to do with her life? You know, she's probably going to end up being like one of those celebrities that like gets like cameoed in random TV shows and like goes on to like fucking who else is still doing late night TV? Jimmy Kimmel or some shit. You know what I mean? But that's all going to fade because no one's going to care who she is. And she's peaked before she's hit her 20s. Isn't that sad? I'm so adamant about being okay that my 20s are a little bit raggedy. Right. Because I, let me peak when I'm 60. Let me 
hit my top of the top when I'm let me hit my highest income potential yeah. when I have a husband and the kids. I mean, and- look at Jay Z. When did he become like big and popular? He was like 35. Exactly. And he's doing great right now. He's, doing he's fabulous. Sitting on fat stacks with Not his beautiful wife and but three be- children. But mm-hmm. it's not like I want no, I don't want to be with Jay Z. I'm sorry, that fucking knows. I can't. But <laughs> I'm sorry, that's all. I, okay, God forgive me because, you know, that's somebody's baby and, like, no shade to Jay-Z's mama because your baby is beauty, beautiful in your eyes, but beauty is in the eye of the beholder. That nigga ugly. Um, <laughs> I'm so sorry, Beyonce. Please don't come for me. Jay-Z, I just want you to know that I apologize. We act like he's going to hear this. Look, I, I'm manifesting mm. right now. I'm assuming that... I create quality content that Jay-Z will one day want to listen to. Beyonce watches real life. um, What is this show called? Real Housewives. Real Housewives of hip hop. How do we know that she actually watches that? She just doesn't just say it so that she seems like a regular person. Because I think there's like Ebony, one of the girls. Mm -hmm. I, I saw this on TikTok, which... But yeah, it was basically a scene from, oh no, no it was Love and Hip Hop. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. Yeah, but everybody watches Love and Hip Hop. Or, well, I, I, don't, I don't. But like most, most people who are slightly older than us all watch Love and We hip-hop. say this, but Beyonce is one of them. And one of the, the chicks from Love and Hip Hop, there's a clip of her doing like her confessional. And she's talking about when she got to meet Jay-Z and Beyonce. And basically Beyonce knew who she was. It was like, oh my gosh, and she was very shocked because I'm sure that she's a little bit now like, oh, I'm sure I wanted to put everything on TV that I did. Beyonce is watching. So that's why, Jay-Z, I'm manifesting that this is a podcast you'll want to listen to. Amen. And when you do, Demi didn't mean that thing about your nose. No, I meant it. I can't lie. I'm sorry. I'm a child of God. (laughs) I'm a child of God. Everybody knows. Your nose is fabulous. Please, it's not not good to lie. It's not good to lie. I'm I am embracing the beauty of God in one of his creations. That's what I You know I'm what doing. you're doing? You're <laughs> stiffing that butt crack. No, <laughs> never. Because here's the thing. What was Jay Z himself said it. You know that he's a billionaire, so he's cute. That's correct. Oh God. That's correct, See, and sir. That's, I guess that also that does kind of feed into the whole kept woman thing. It's yeah. like I'm sorry, a man looks not to like jump back into those stereotypes. And I know that like anybody who knows me knows where where I went to school, and it's kind of blasphemous for me to say that. But like a rich man is fine. It doesn't matter. Like because not Jay Z. His nose is hideous. But oh a rich goodness. man is fine. <laughs> Hideous. Wow. Hideous. Look, the greatest thing that happened to Blue Ivy Carter is the fact that she got her mother's nose. I'm sorry. I'm just going to sit here <laughs> in so my, sorry. my black-owned business. I'm choosing to not be a part of this conversation. Jay-Z, I choose not to slander you. <laughs> I, choose, I actively choose not to do that. I'm minding my own Breonna Taylor business. Oh my God, no, don't bring her into this. I am. Please let her rest. <laughs> now... As I was talking about black-owned, let's talk about some people who basically tried to own everything but the black part. Stop. (laughs) What? The Kardashian family. Oh, my gosh. Okay. I I, I see where you're going with this. Yes. What? It's because they... They got the hips, the lips. They balled out, spent a shit ton of money in public... And they're still doing fine. Yeah. 
and they're comfortable. But at the same time, it's like, do you really want... I mean, I guess it's it's sad. It's kind of sad to see that the way that our society defines itself, whether it's, whether it's beauty or popularity or fame or wealth, we use them as the ruler. But Isn't that I think, gross? I think they're the exception. They are the epitome of what American capitalism looks like and the American dream. Of they've literally And they're Armenian. Sorry. <laughs> I mean that's, isn't that the point? This country is a country point. of immigrants. So yeah, it really is the American dream. But in a lot of ways, I they literally have coined the phrase that you that you can pay for beauty. Yeah. You can make yourself beautiful. Yeah, I mean look at Kylie's ass. Oh my god. Again, I'm not here to slander anybody. It's I'm, not slander. She's talked about it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I think. <laughs> she talked about her lips. I know that, that one. Oh, yeah, true. Okay. But, yeah, I think that in a lot of ways, they they are the exception. They are right. the American dream lived out of if you work hard enough and if you just dedicate yourself, you can be blank too. You can be rich too. You can be beautiful too. And that there is a price on that. And I do agree that part of being that there are some people who are just naturally beautiful, right. but being rich makes you beautiful. Yeah, it does. I mean, and that I feel like it also like for women and for men, it's a different thing, right? Because like there's a lot you can do to invest in your physical beauty as a woman, but then, and that's the expectation, right? Is that we invest in the physical beauty, but then with men, once they have the financial backbone. I guess I could call it. And mm-hmm. they are automatically fine because they're rich and not because they're actually fine. Whereas with women, it's like a lot of times women will invest in their skincare and their clothing and beauty generally once they are, once they do have some money and they're willing to save up for it. Like it becomes a priority. Whereas for men, it's like, I mean, there's some, oh, there's some rich men who like, you know, pay for expensive suits and mm-hmm. get facials and pedicures and whatnot. But that's not the standard. I mean, look at fucking Steve. Look at Steve Jobs. Look at Bill Gates. Yeah. Like, all those men didn't... They don't care what they look like. Yeah. Look at Elon... Actually, let me not even bring Elon Musk into this because based on who his wife is, he probably does some skincare because, you know, she's cool. But yeah, I would I would argue that they are the exception. Mm-hmm. But the rule is but that the Kardashians you, are the exception. The, the younger, the Jenners, the younger. You're two, right, like Kendall, Kylie. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that they are the exception. But just because the exception exists, it only further proves the rule for me, right. which is that you can't ball out in your twenties. They were able to one because their family had created that empire. Yeah, that empire through Kim and Chris, the mom. Mm-hmm. But. If you are a 20-something-year-old, male or female, Mm -hmm. or in between, or non-binary, that's what I was meaning to say, Mm -hmm. then you kind of, your 20s need to be a little bit of the ghetto because you're really, you're just kind of stacking the building bricks. You're laying the foundation. It builds character. It does. You know, it's kind of like the same way that when when moms have kids, they're supposed to allow them to have like exposure to germs so that their immunity builds up. Yeah. Be poor in your 20s. Save. And I don't think you really have morals until they're tested. And that's really what a lot of your 20s are. Mm -hmm. Is saying, that's what we're trying to also kind of do on this podcast is make these very crazy, grandiose statements and then Hopefully with you guys, the listeners. Hello. Um, you're getting to see us put these action, like put these statements to the test. Right. Is this who we actually are? Mm-hmm. 
Like, is it just who we say we are? Or is it who we are at our core? And what actions do we have to back that up? Mm-hmm. And when you are afforded too many liberties at such an early age, you're not forced to work hard, build a certain level of like character and stability that is so admired once you do reach your 30s, 40s, and like 50s. God, yeah, that's true. But, and that's the thing is like, it's also, um, there's something about, I'm, I don't know why this came to mind. It's like my spirit, I think my spirit is just doing things to me right now, but like the refining fire, Mm. I think that's the image that comes to my mind when it comes to my 20s or at least yeah. just 20s in general, right? Because that's like the part where that's the time in your life where, yes, your morals are tested, but you're also going through like transition. You're learning to take care of yourself. You're potentially looking at taking care of somebody else and starting oh, yeah. a family. You're, you're looking at how your faith like defines who you are you're mm-hmm. outside of a stable school setting and you're trying to figure out okay how do i learn about things you're teaching yourself things for the first time yep. and it's not all fun and roses and i think the scary part is being our age and being at like our physical peak too and mm-hmm. seeing other people who are doing well there's this need to constantly look like we're doing well as well and trying to com- try to compete with each other essentially and that's hard that takes a toll on everybody whether you're the one that's putting out that image and being the influencer or whatever or the person that's receiving it but i think it all is part of this refining fire that is your 20s and then you get to your 30s and your 30s are just about you being gross and trying to figure out how to be an adult and a parent right and then you get to your 40s and you're like cool i have kids like well not everybody it's not expected that you have kids by your 40s but like i'm just saying like we want to i yeah you know like that's like the trajectory that we've seen traditionally and we're not traditionalists but you know it's just like a rough like in my mind when i think about your 20s it's like okay i'm getting on my feet i'm learning about myself i'm probably gonna fuck up the world a little bit because we all do in the process but i come out of it like pure gold well not pure gold because you know gold's malleable We we don't it's a time for trials and a time for learning and it's it's made me it's made me rethink how I interact both in the physical world but also the social one of just how I portray myself and not letting my let not letting what's going on on the outside deceive what's actually going on. It's I, and I mean we've we've heard this a thousand times that you should face your front. Mm. Don't. No, don't longer truth is what they say in my family. I don't know how many other families say that. Oh, no yeah. longer truth. Face your fronts. Eyes for rude. Eyes for rude. You know. That that's gonna be the title of this. <laughs> but yeah, we've heard so many times that you need to face your front, and it's hard. Like it's easier. It's easy advice to give and hard to take in. But for me, the biggest step I've taken there is turning off all of the notifications of well i think the only social media app i use right now is instagram mm-hmm. deactivated by facebook and yeah, i don't we don't use facebook have twitter mm-hmm. so instagram is the only one i have and i've muted all of the notifications i mm-hmm. only find out what i've missed when i actively choose to right. engage and it's it's crazy what happens when yes there is the there's some times where you're faced in life with being confronted with someone doing um, seemingly better than you but a lot of it now is stuff that we're putting in front of our own eyes right. a lot of it is like self-inflicted mm-hmm. 
And it's it's annoying because it's also like super entertaining yeah. to be out oh, there. Oh, fully. I love scrolling through Instagram. That's my problem with still having Instagram. That's why so many people deleted it is the second you open the app, even if you don't care about any of the people you're seeing on the screen, you're just you just get drawn in. Oh yeah. It's like YouTube that's deep dives. Like I guess that's the point, right? That's yeah. like why they've they've hypened their their engagement algorithm to be the way that it is. Oh, they I tell love YouTube deep dive. I know, I know. It's like terrifying. But like you even with up. Instagram, like even with Instagram's with Instagram's engagement algorithm, they know how long you're spending looking at each post. Mm. They know what kind of post you're looking at. They know what kind of post to recommend you. Oh, yeah. And they know what kind of ads to recommend you. So in effect, the more you stay on the app the harder it is for you to leave because the better the content gets exactly yeah. it's hard to remind yourself when you're engaging with like an app like instagram mm-hmm. that this is just a snapshot of a highlight yeah. of someone's life this is someone actively trying to put their best foot forward and put it on the gram and i don't realize it till i haven't god i haven't posted in Maybe like a year, year and a half now. Same. I've posted once this year and I fully intend to leave it at that. Thank you very much. It's just, it's, it didn't happen. It hasn't happened all of 2021. It didn't happen all of 2020. And I just, I'm okay with that because I'm one, because I, I'm someone who, when I do post on Instagram, I love putting in the highest amount of effort and like making sure I'm creating like this whole vibe. Mm. Or, you know, painting a picture, creating a little gallery of whatever, like, scenic depiction I feel like showing my followers that day. Yeah. But, and it's crazy because those are the moments when I'm most reminded how much I need to not fall in that same trap because of how much effort I'm putting in. But it's so, it's so impossible to constantly remind yourself of that. It's hard. It's a cycle, too. And you need to, in order to, like, get good at... Or get more comfortable at being raggedy and in your 20s. Mm. You need to like keep telling yourself, this is just a highlight. This is just mm-hmm. a snapshot of a It's highlight. just a phase. And you don't know if that person, yes, they were in Portugal and this photo looks lovely, but they were probably out there for an hour. The wind was in their face mm-hmm. and they had to change like the scene three different times in order to get this very iconic shot. You know, the one thing that Instagram really makes me worry about is the person behind the camera. I see these pictures of girls, like I have friends who do this, where it's like every single photo on their Instagram like feed is just them. Mm. And then I wonder, what friend are you delegating to just be a camera person? I have do a you camera care person. about them? I have a camera person. You do? I do. Oh, God. Okay. That I don't but understand. I, I do love her, though. I, well, I, she's not just I know, my but my point person. is your Instagram is not just pictures of you. You are not one of those people who goes out to get Instagram photos for their feed no but that's it took you too long to answer that but the answer should be no no (laughs) okay let me put it this way when i do go out Mm -hmm. it's very intentional and planned very much in advance and it's like a okay we're gonna spend two to three hours with like three outfit changes and it's me and like i'm having my i'm not gonna put her name out here but it's my friend who's like a really really talented photographer um, and I have her take all my pictures and mm-hmm. edit them for me. But then we, she's also just my friend in real life. And because I don't post often, most of the times it's really just us hanging out and like grabbing lunch. Right, exactly. So me stealing two, three hours of her time is not 
frequent. Right. But my point is, in, is still like, you're not the kind of person who's going out to restaurants to post on their story no. and then posting like That's several Insta posts of Definitely your outfit after. Exactly. Like what to me, what to me like uh, confused, it not confuses me, but it's something that I think about often is like, I have, I have some friends who their entire content is like them doing the same four poses in multiple different outfits and different scenes, but it's the same angle. So it's like, do they have one friend that they go hang out with? And then that friend is just like seeing them thrive and taking the pictures. Cause then that person ends up being the one who sees the entire picture. Yeah. It probably isn't fun for them either. You know, it's like not, it's like we it's see, not. we see the refined photo. We see the edited photo. We see the retouched photo. As much as people want to be like, we don't retouch things anymore. We still fucking retouch things. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, all of my, all of my Instagram thotty hot friends lie? still use Facetune and all that shit. That Lots of people are, you know, because we're in the age of, we're in the the era of but airy, real, untouched, you know, like all of that, mm. and like celebrities are now being like, look at this unrefined are. picture. Yes, but also fuck no. no, you know, like. <laughs> Do you know I found out that there are apps where you can like edit your body in videos like it'll edit your body. in videos in video oh that's terrifying like you can be doing this whole dance and you can make it look so that you have a tiny waist and the tiny waist is like moving with the video we are two steps away from actual working deep fakes i'm sorry that's terrifying this is black mirror come alive it is i mean black mirror is life unfortunately i that's good that show scares me because everything that happens in it could be real oh we're all just curating content in the fake physical world I for the it. real online world i hate it that's what we're doing i hate it i hate it so much i'm not getting on here to to rag on social media i actually why not it's fun i, I well, isn't facebook it. in court right now we can do whatever the fuck we want <laughs> i do i enjoy when it's at its purest, like when it's in the MySpace kind of realm where it's being purely social. Mm -hmm. When you're just chatting with friends. Like, and like Snapchat. Sending, yeah. That's why Snapchat is as pure as Snapchat is. It's just, it, it really is at that point like a social app. It's you mm -hmm. interacting with people. Or I, at least if we're going to put in all this effort, let's praise the effort. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind that you put in this much effort. I like to put in effort into things mm -hmm. I do. But let's praise the fact that you were out here and you got all these shots and you took these many angles yeah. and this is the final photo rather than effortless or right. what is um what is the thing that the, the what flawless flawless How'd you I miss just woke that? up I just woke up like this not I just woke up I woke up like this do not let Jay Z's wife hear you saying that shit. I apologize mm -hmm. I know that they're gonna be beehive listeners because y'all are everywhere. Mm -hmm. Am I a Beehive member? I'm Don't expose yourself like that. I'm not a Beehive member, but I respect their leader. This is a conversation for another day. She has a lot of opinions on Beyonce. I don't say it like that. It's true, though. I don't need the Beehive to come for me. I respect your leader. They don't leader. know where you at? They don't. But I respect your leader, Beehive. Just in case, you know, they decide that they want to come together and tank the show. I respect your leader, Beehive. You know? I mean, you She's better. cool by me. I, I, I appreciate the work effort. She... She's all right in my book. <laughs> what? We got here because we were talking about... Just how much just, we had to rethink social media when yes. we're talking about balling. Right. And then on the other side of that, enjoying being raggedy and like just a little bit raw um, and rough in your 20s, right? So not being okay with not being that Instagram influencer, that Miami Beach model, you know, like enjoying just 
being poor once in a while, you know? Oh, yeah. My my current mentor at my job, he told me the best thing. I'm paraphrasing, of course, because he said this in a much more eloquent and, you know, uh, what is what is that word? Well-spoken. There we go. Well-spoken manner. He said, essentially, to just enjoy being the dumbest person in the room. Mm. Because if if you're playing the game right if you're playing it right then you won't be for long right if you're just like accepting that your role right now is to be a sponge and learn you're gonna get to that point when you have other people that you're teaching and you blink and now you're the senior person Mm -hmm. and i think that there's so much like beauty and wisdom in that not just because he's my mentor and i want to shout him my oh my gosh and even though it seems like you can just go from zero to 100 in your 20s now. Which some people are. Which some people Lots are. Lots of people are. But they're the exception. And this exception only further proves the rule that most of y'all, let me include myself, most mm-hmm. of us, we're part of the y'all. I know that it sounds very targeted, but we're part of it. We know that we're going to have to work our butts off you in know, order to... You know, I just thought about something that we haven't considered. Only fans you i'm sorry i had to bring it up because the amount of people the amount i'm not kidding the amount of people who have a massive um stream of income from OnlyFans is insane yeah because like as much as we want to say like not that many people are balling out here it is so easy to set up an OnlyFans account it is so easy to earn money off of OnlyFans for a all sorts of shit. People True. are willing to pay for anything. People will pay for, to see pictures of your feet. Oh, but that's not a shocker. People, people have been having foot fetishes for a long time. Okay? Oh, just I the know. fact that they're willing to pay for it in a platform is just not, it's is not that revolutionary. They're willing to pay for it on a platform. I think, but that's the thing is, I think a lot of people, because nowadays there are so many like revenue streams and potential ways for people to earn money fast. Mm. The. People, I think a lot of people feel bad that they're not balling when they know that there's a quote-unquote easy way out by just going and selling thotty pics on, on OnlyFans. I agree, but there's... It's not an easy way out, obviously. Like, I'm, like it's you not know, sex workers do have, like, it, it, it's, it's different because it's like, they are sex, like, there are actual sex workers on OnlyFans. That's their mainstream of income. Like, that's, that's and different. That's a, we're not talking about we're not talking about that. that's their actual profession. We're talking about the, the, the person who's doing this is like a side hustle. Yeah, like the Instagram, Instagram thought who set up her OnlyFans during the pandemic because she wanted people to fund her lifestyle post-pandemic. But I would argue that someone like that, there's... Let me not question somebody's intelligence. No, but, there's lots. Of, I mean, a lot of them are very, very smart. That's the whole point. Are you more likely, if you have that like crazy amount of extra revenue, going to be pouring it like into your 401k and into no. your investment accounts? No. Or are you going to buy a trip to Tulum? Yes, that's <laughs> what they're doing. And I would, because I know that if I made that kind of money now, I wouldn't spend it well. I'm okay mm. with the process because I know that I have to learn how to manage the the portion that God has given me now mm-hmm. so that if he does give me more, I'm better equipped to handle that. I don't know if someone who is as young as we are is... I mean, this is, again, I know there's some people who are crazy financially, and I would argue that we're pretty financially literate for our age. I hope so. We're, we're making the right steps, at least, you know. Amen. We're, we're trying. <laughs> but... I would argue that on average, 
people aren't like people our age if given a lot of money aren't necessarily going to steward it well yeah we're not using it to like think like think ahead of like any potential businesses or any like potential like investment accounts or options that we could use for a later date Mm -hmm. because it we have all this money now we see people balling now now, right now, now right that is tricky that is really tricky and but at the same time it's like you can see people balling but that doesn't change your own circumstance in your own situation right like who is it that said it was it was kevin hart right where he goes he's like there are two places i mean this is paraphrasing he's like there are two places that anyone can stay and that's number one in your lane and number two out of my damn motherfucking business it's a lesson about keeping your again facing your front right you know like knowing what you have knowing what you're capable of and what you can afford respecting people who can afford to do more and to do more extravagant things but not feeling the pressure to live that lifestyle you know being yeah just being content mm-hmm. contentment i mean god helps me be content to be honest i don't not to say that I'm not ragging on y'all who don't believe in God, but I, I genuinely, I don't know how some of y'all do it because God really is the main reason why I'm content right now. Same. It's, it's hard. Yeah. It it's hard, hard to be content with what you have, especially with everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And it's, there's just, it's so, it brings so much perspective mm-hmm. to it all. It's nice when you can just like leave it all up to somebody else. Ain't that wild? I just call someone a bitch and now I'm talking about God. I know, but you know. I am saved by grace. Oh my gosh. Don't start singing. Don't start singing. Yo, Israel Houghton. The people who know, know who that is. Oh my gosh. That is a great songwriter. That is a musician. He's married to Adrian Bailon. I know. I only learned that like maybe a couple months ago and I was like, what? Okay. Okay, Israel. Um, But yeah. The higher you go, the harder... The propensity for that falsus. It's only mm. good, especially when you're stacking those chips up real fast. I mean, are you saying the Kardashian Jenners are going to have a crazy bad fall? I don't no. think so. They've built a very solid foundation. Yes, they have. But they're also the exception. That's true. I'm saying, like, if you're someone who is, say, like, we're, we're going to just create this OnlyFans girl archetype mm-hmm. where this is your side hustle and you don't really know how to manage your money right because this is the first time that you're seeing hundreds of thousands of dollars rolling in. Right. You stack those chips up that fast, you'll blow through that money quicker than you were even able to see it. This is true. And look, this is something that my dad always told me that when you get that when you get that level of wealth and you lose it, no one's going to feel sorry for you. Nope. No one's going to feel sorry for you because you had that privilege and right. you blew it. Right. I mean, again, it's like what we were like when we were talking earlier, you were saying that like you don't feel sorry for billionaires. I don't. They yeah. can pay for someone who literally cares. Yeah. You can pay for someone to care for you. Yeah. I'm not on the payroll. Well, I'm on I'm on one of the billionaires. Yes, you are. I'm on one of the billionaires payroll. I do care about him. Well, not about him, about the company. Yeah. But that's because it directly affects me. Yep. But I don't care about most of y'all. Mm. Most of y'all can choke. Come on. <laughs> not not that they can choke. Not that no, they can that's choke. That's true. Maybe, the maybe, just, maybe just Bezos. But, you know, that man went to space and back so he could really survive anything. 
So on that note, anyway, how are you trying to be a better person oh my today? Um, <laughs> uh, I think I'm. How am I being, trying to be a better person today? I think I'm gonna be. I'm saving now so I can enjoy it later, and that's not just like monetary. That's like mm. taking time for myself. So that I can have, you know, I can be in a better mental state so I can like help others later. That's saving money now so I can buy nice Christmas presents in December. You know, like Mm -hmm. it's, it's not about, not necessarily just about like putting money in my savings account for me. It's about just like saving time and energy and money so that I can enjoy it and also bless others later. Yeah, that's good. What about you? How are you trying to be a better person today? That was a very deep sigh. I just, I guess I'm trying to embrace the messiness. Mm. I It sucks. It, it yep. sucks having older siblings and older mentors actively tell you like, look, it's better on the other side, but it's raggedy right yeah. now for you. It's yeah. going to be. And it needs <laughs> to be. And it needs to be. Um. But I'm learning to just trust the process, as messy as it is, while I figure out who I am as a person. Mm -hmm. And knowing that even though I don't always make the right decisions, that just staying in the game is enough some days. Just telling myself, I'm still trying to become a better person and and grow from this is is okay. That's good. That's good. That's all you can do sometimes. You know. That's all sometimes that's all God gives us the grace for. Yeah. On that note. <laughs> it's been wonderful to talk to you guys today. It's been wonderful to talk to you, Esther. Oh my gosh, thank you, Dave. Oh. <laughs> it's always a pleasure. Always, always a, pleasure. a pleasure. And with that, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye everyone.